Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. You can take control of your account management and energy consumption with the MyMTE app. Just download from the App Store and manage your account, improve your energy habits, and more. That's MTE, serving to make life better since 1936. My pleasure to welcome in Don Roberts with the Beasley Animal Clinic and Foundation here this morning and uh we're this show is is going to the dogs is that the saying something like that good morning <laughs> good morning good morning good to have you uh here this morning and um it's it's been a busy busy time at the clinic hasn't it yes it is yep which is good but it's still we're just non-stop so yeah uh, keeps us busy and moving i guess it does I, yeah. I love the shirt though with your logo on oh, there thank you yeah yeah thank you if, if you haven't seen the logo it's like a, a really really big dog and a cat you know and kind of touching noses or something like yeah. that that's really neat yeah we actually just uh, uh created a new shirt just kind of something new it's been a few years and um it's it's like i love paw with a heart and then it's got kindness responsibility and respect underneath it and it's on our website if anyone wants to order it oh, so cool. with a portion of it going to us of course but yeah it's just something new and different different colors long sleeve kids and everything like that so it's it's exciting well, so yeah that's good and I, i'm assuming that those three words are kind of some uh key areas that not a motto but i guess maybe yeah yeah that's kind of what we go by we're always you know we're talking about kindness and respect and responsibility to pets and you know and then in turn turns into you know how you treat fellow humans as well so mm -hmm. so um I, i'm kind of getting off in the weeds here a little bit but you and i had a conversation yesterday and and you were talking about well this is wellness day and this is you know this particular day is something different so what what is what is a week you know um what is wellness day what um, vaccinations are you doing uh spay and neuter all that kind of thing so yeah. you got it all planned out don't you yeah yeah right now um with only one vet you know i'm searching you know very hard for a second vet to come in so we can kind of run our services concurrently but our normal week is monday through wednesday we do spay and neuter surgeries um, and then from about 10 to 3, we also provide our daily vaccination clinics um, that's no appointment necessary. And then on Thursdays is our wellness day where we will take, um, we make appointments for, you know, exams and heartworm tests, um, combo tests for cats. And then, you know, because exams are required for any preventatives for heartworm preventative and flea and tick preventative. So that day is strictly kind of those things along with our extended hours for our vaccines. Okay. So when we have a second vet, and yesterday we did have a relief vet come in and was able to provide some wellness services concurrently with spay and, our spay and neuter surgery. So um, we were able to kind of get some people caught up because, you know, we're booked out through into October already. So, oh, wow. yeah. So we're just trying to get as many people caught up as we can. Well, yeah, I know it's, it's, it's a busy time. But if um, so, the reason I, I thought about that is if folks who are listening are thinking, you know, I've got a puppy, you know, spay neuter needs to happen. You need to think of the, about that uh, well in advance. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Cause we just actually opened up October for scheduling. So yeah. And it'll probably fill up pretty quickly. So yeah, plan, you know, if you want 
a dog spay or neutered and you know our cat in a couple months you probably need to contact us so you can at least get on the list if we're not scheduling we will contact you when we start scheduling well perfect uh we have don roberts joining us today with the beasley animal clinic and foundation and um wanted to kind of uh, hone in on some conversation today about disaster planning with pets we've had um, many conversations with the red cross and salvation army and, and you know this area is uh no stranger to you know natural disasters and things of that nature um but it it it, it could be you know just like a a home fire or something that's a disaster for you and in, in your particular situation and sometimes we don't always take into account pets and I don't want to say the problem that could cause, but you have to know what you're going to do. I guess. Right. Yeah. You really do need to kind of think about it in advance. Take action now. Don't wait until you're having to scramble to figure out what you're going to do. Um, you know, it can happen. You know, like you said, it could happen with just your household or it could happen with, you know, the community. Um, you know, so you just kind of want to have plans in place. Um, know if you're going to have to evacuate where you're going to go, um, especially with pets, you need to make sure that the uh, place you're going is going to allow them. You know, not all American Red Cross shelters allow pets just for safety concerns and other things. So, you know, reach out to a veterinarian or some friends out of out of the area, um, boarding facilities, anything like that that you can kind of have in place, saying that this is no, you know, where you're going to go and take your pets. In, in case you need to. And then, you know, because some hotels also don't allow pets. So you might have to stay somewhere differently than your pets. Multiple pets, they might have to be separated. So it's kind of a lot to think about, but it needs to be thought up before you really need this information. You know, if you've spent any time, you know, on the Gulf Coast, you, you've seen the signs as you're driving down the road. It's a, a it says evacuation route, you know, right. and, and that's what my mind goes to you definitely have to have a plan if you're in a situation like that uh well in advance because if you have to go you know several hundred miles inland and you don't know if that's a pet friendly place then it could be a problem right well and then i mean you hear all the time i didn't evacuate because i couldn't take my animals so you know if you're going to evacuate you need to make sure that you've got a plan in place to take your animals with you don't leave them to you know at least don't certainly you know some people will just go um but you know make sure that don't leave a dog tied up that it can't get go try to fend for itself but you know always just plan take your pets with you and that's why it's important to know that if you have to evacuate you know where you're going to go and you have a place for your pet don um always making sure that not only are the vaccinations and everything up to date but that you have proof of that as well and that goes with anything. If you even go into the dog park, you need to know that you have that Right. Dog. Yeah. I mean, the worst thing would be is like you are behind on getting your vaccinations and you're, you have to evacuate. So, you know, always to stay up to top, up to date, make sure your animals are up to date in their vaccinations and that you've got proof that you can show whatever facility that you're taking them to that they're, they're safe and t- they just want to make sure they don't spread any disease further with their other occupants yeah and um those little rabies tags all i mean that's that's important to make sure that right. it's on the pup absolutely right? or cat. yep yep well and getting back to you know tags you know having id on them is going to be important if you know you happen to get separated or they're a different facility than you are so make sure they're in a nice secure um collar with id with their name and phone your phone number and then also microchipping 
Microchipping is the best way for you to get reunited. If something should happen, you're en route, your dog gets away, your cat gets out of the carrier or something like that, it's going to be easy for you to get reunited. And, you know, normal person during a situation like that might not have a scanner. So that's why it's important to have a tag on your animal so that they say, okay, I have a phone number here I can contact. Yeah. And uh, they're doing some really neat things now with uh, with dog tags. I know we've talked about the Apple Air tag, yep. but uh, there's one in particular that uh, puts a QR code on the, the dog tag right. and you scan that QR code and it gives all of the information, the name and address, phone number, even shows a map. And whenever that is scanned and someone goes to that page, it alerts the owner, hey, someone... That's great. Went to that page, oh. so both parties will know like instantly when yeah. you scan it. It's it's really yeah, that's technology's really cool. It really it? is, yeah, it really is. But you know, and so, so, fortunately, some people just don't have access to that. Yeah. So you know, you just have to kind of go back to old school and paperwork and things like that. Um, there's also a, a note here that uh, you mentioned the ASPCA recommends using a rescue sticker alert. What is, yeah. what is that? So it's just a sticker that you can put on your front door, back doors, any entrance that like the first responders, firemen are going to go into to say, hey, alert, I've got five dogs, I've got two cats. So they know what they're looking for um, in, as they enter the home in case of a fire or something or a tornado or something like that. They kind of know what they're looking for and that they need to be looking for some pets. You know, and then they say, you know, if there's time, you can say, you know, evacuated so that they if see that they don't have to spend time looking for this pet and waste valuable resources where somebody else is needed. Sure, absolutely. Uh, talking with Dawn Roberts with the Beasley Animal Clinic and Foundation today about disaster planning with your pets. And uh, it's also good not only to have a plan in place, but also to have, you know, a, a, an emergency kit together if you had to evacuate, leave your home, whatnot. Um, and my daughter always when we went on vacation and the dogs went they had their own little they had their own <laughs> yeah. little kids so she was good about about doing all of that but it it's important i mean you may not have access to kibble for a while right yeah you know keeping five to ten days of food for your each pet you know make sure there's leashes and collars and harnesses and carriers and you know one thing is a lot of cats are not you know keen about getting into yeah. a carrier especially when you're like having to rush and get them in so you know kind of just plan ahead and do you know mock evacuation plans or something and try to put your cat in the carrier take it for a little ride and stuff it'll kind of ease them as you go but you know make sure you keep your you know important paperwork your you know your vaccines anything like that uh any medications or anything somewhere that's not going to get wet or destroyed um in a sealed container fireproof i mean fireproof is one you know it's probably a little bit different but um you know first aid kit make sure you got bandages things like that you can buy a first aid kit at like normal pet stores or online or something mm -hmm. like that if you have a and a lot of human pet you know first aid kits you can kind of go along with that um you know current photos have a photo of every of one of your animals in case so that when you go and you're searching for your animal or you can kind of say hey i'm looking for this animal or something like that so just everything that in one little place so that if you're quick it's not you're not scrounging around having to go and gather everything and make sure you get everything along with your pets i was uh talking with a friend and and one of their relatives has um a, a, a feral cat that they've been working with, you know, and so and it, they've built some trust, but getting it into the carrier is like, you know, a, a week long process to finally 
coax the uh, the cat in there. So my point about that is, especially if you have cats, doing that uh, training to into a carrier and consistently doing that to make it a safe place is going to make your life a lot easier. Right. Yeah. And feral <laughs> cats, you know, they're they're their past has been very not used to humans so i mean normal times any feral cat that comes into our clinic is usually in a trap but you don't have time to go set a trap to get a cat so yeah just work with them as much as you can and just be concerned about your the ones that are outside if you can and uh a few things you wanted to mention about pets and uh, wildfires yeah i mean I am sure everyone has seen the devastation that's happening in Hawaii right now. And, you know, it's, you know, it's happens out in this country. The weather is just changing. We get flooding, tornadoes, you know, everything. But, you know, there's just a couple kind of kind of keep an eye out on the, you know, the air quality. You know, if it's not safe for you to be outside, don't go outside because you're not going to be able to any good for your pet. You know, that you got to stay healthy to help your pet. Um, you know, keep, you know, stay alert on evacuation watch your news stay on the weather fires can spread so quickly that you're not going to have much time so you know if there's a threat of evacuation wildfire you need to kind of get your plan going so you can get your pets out Um, don't leave any pets free roaming if you've got outside cats dogs that stay outside you might just want to bring them in because if you have to evacuate you need to be able to get a handle on them quickly before the fire spreads and that you can get out safely and then you know just um, just basic you know older and you know not um, ill animals have a harder time with the smoke. So, you know, just kind of keep an eye on asthma signs or anything like that. If you see them develop, then, you know, just kind of reach out to your vet or something like that. But, you know, we all have seen the news of California and Colorado and now Hawaii, how quickly it can happen. So, you know, don't wait to the last minute. Get out if you need to get out and, um, you know, get make sure you take your pets with you. Yeah, you can't be uh, out running around trying to round up Roscoe the cat, you know. Exactly. They're going to be scared. They're going <laughs> to yeah. go hide and things like that. So, you know, it's 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 just it's just tragic what's happening over there. You make a, a really good point, too, about if there's an air quality alert and you know that it could be sensitive to yourself or someone, you know, a relative, a, 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 a person when they issue those air quality alerts. You know, you have to think about your pet, too, because, I mean, it, it it's the same air that you're breathing Absolutely. that they are. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we've gotten the, these straight line winds that we've had. I mean, yeah. this it's not considered, you know, a tornado or anything, but it blows down fences and your pet can get out, you know, so just make sure you've got the identification on them and things like that. Boy, we've really been through it this summer with it's crazy storms. Uh, you know, every time there's been a storm, I've lost some type of limb outside. Right. Yeah. Know? It's just those winds have been brutal. And uh, we have one dog in particular that is just, a, you know, really gets scared during the storms. And, uh, you know, it's 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 kind of tough on the, the little pets like yeah. that, you know, if they have storm anxiety. Right. Yeah. And that's another good point. You know, in part of this kit, you need to kind of make sure that you've worked with your your vet prior that if you need to have medication to kind of keep to lessen the stress and anxiety when you're having to move and stuff like that. Just make sure you've got that on hand as well. So that's a good point because yeah. Yeah, storms make them nervous to begin with. And then you're rushing to get them all into a car and going out in new places with a lot of new noises. So, And and some things that um, that are theirs, you know, their right. favorite toys, toys or something like bed, that. The bed, the smells and things like that, that, you know, will bring them some comfort. All very good stuff. Dawn, uh, as always, it's, it's a pleasure. I could talk to you forever about... Uh, 
pets. I guess I, I'm a, I'm a dog guy, yeah. you know. But uh, uh, it's 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 always great to catch up with you. Appreciate the work that uh, Beasley Animal Clinic and Foundation does here in our community, and um, we will catch you, I guess, next time next All month. All right, yeah, I did want to mention Barks and Bourbon is coming up on yep. September 28th. Um, tickets are on sale now. Um, we'll have about 11 distilleries there that are going to be sharing their brands of bourbon for tasting. So you can find tickets. Uh, on our website or barksandbourbon.com. Okay, very good. Barksandbourbon.com or on the either the clinic or the foundation yes. site. Yeah. Very good. All right, I'll put a link to that on our podcast as well so you can have easy access to it. And that's where you can go back and listen to any of the conversation we had this morning with Dawn. And uh, thanks for joining us here on Rutherford Issues today.